Hello, everyone. You're listening to Unlocking Greatness Podcast with Zunja Glass. Feel free to call me Z. Sometimes I just like to soak in my Bible. I don't know what I'm going to call this podcast episode, uh, but I want to talk about the book of Daniel. And um, I've read the book of Daniel a number of times, uh, as well as the book of Jeremiah, which is a lot of chapters. I think like, I don't know, 40 something or 50 some chapters. And um, I just want to dig into the word of God. I think there are times in our lives when um, we either don't know what to do or if we've made a decision to do something and we're just not quite sure. I I don't even want to say not quite sure, but, you know, there's something there that we're just like, Lord, I just you got to reveal to me the mysteries. You've got to give me wisdom and let me know how to do this. And so um, I'm not going to do a lot of talking. I just want to do a lot of reading. I don't know how many parts I'm going to divide this up into. But I just feel compelled to just share with you some of the things I've been reading. If you can see my Bible, you probably can't see the the print on it. It is completely marked up almost every page because I've gone through it over and over. Let's talk about Daniel. Um, In Daniel chapter one, and I'm in the Old Testament, um, there's so many hidden gems in here. There's hidden gems on how God warns us. There's hidden gems on how God... um, reveals his mysteries, his knowledge to us, reveals wisdom to us. There's um, hidden gems in um, how God shows us favor, um, how um, God elevates us, um, uh, how he even punishes us, um, but then also how he restores us. So there's so many different layers to this. I don't know if this is going to be a one-part series or two or ten I just want to talk. And when I feel I've talked long enough, I'll stop the podcast and then we'll pick up on another part. So let's just call this part one for now. But I have a lot to to say, and I pray that this blesses someone, especially if you're going through a stage in life where you're not sure about some things and you just want some instruction. So let's pick up in the book of Daniel in chapter one. I'm just going to read for a little bit um, so you get an understanding of what's going on. Um, But the the premise of it is King Nebuchadnezzar. I'm going to refer to him as Neb, but King Nebuchadnezzar from Babylon. He had taken over Jerusalem at this point or was about to. um, And um, uh, Daniel uh, was one of the people that um, he called to serve in his, I don't even know what you want to call it, chief court or royal court or whatever. Um, so it says in the third year, I'm in verse one, in the third year of the reign of Jerichoam, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. Okay, so Neb took over. And the Lord delivered Jerichoam, king of Judah, into his hands, along with some of the articles from the temple of God. These he carried off to the temple of his God in Babylonian and put in the treasure house of his God. We'll talk about that later. I'm going to drop on down a little bit in verse six. Among uh, these were some from Judah, Daniel, and then there's Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, later to be called Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So um, uh, it, it talks about how they gave them new names. So uh, Daniel, you know, didn't want to defile himself with the royal food and wine. And you, you guys have heard of the Daniel's fast. I'm not going to get into that, but basically he ate vegetables and things like that. And, and, and he was just as healthy and looked just as good as everyone else. I want to jump into the meat of some of the subject matters I want to talk about. In verse 17, I'm still in chapter one. It says to these four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding. God gave. Did you see that? knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature and learning. And Daniel could understand vision, visions and dreams of all kinds. Okay, so it goes on to talk about um, uh, in verse 19, the king talked with them and he found none equal to Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and, and, and Azariah. 
Uh, so they entered the king's service. And every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king questioned them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters in his whole kingdom. Okay, so God is the one that gives the, the wisdom, the understanding, the knowledge. Okay, I got that. And you may be thinking, okay, where are we going with this? Well, let's get to this. Chapter two, Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. And what was interesting about this dream is Neb had this dream and he, he basically was like, I'm not going to tell you guys what this dream is about. I have all of these magicians and, and, and um, um, enchanters and sorcerers and astrologers and all these people around me. And I don't think you guys are telling me the truth. So I had a dream. And if you don't tell me what my dream is, I'm going to kill you. That's pretty much what he said to them. All of you guys, I'm about to wipe all of you out. If you can't not only tell me what I dream, can you imagine that? But tell me what the dream means. So that's sort of a summation of what happened in chapter two. Um, uh, I'll pick up in verse five in chapter two. The king replied to the astrologers, this is what I firmly decided. If you do not tell me what my dream was and interpret it, I will have you cut into pieces and your houses turned into piles of rubble. <laughs> okay. So, you know, the, the, the sorcerers and magicians and all those people basically end up saying to him, Hey, nobody can do this. Like you, what you're asking for is impossible. Uh, in verse 11, um, one of them said, what the king asks is too difficult. No one can reveal it to the king except the gods. And they do not live among men. This made the king so angry and furious that he ordered the execution of all the wise men of Babylon. Now he was having a bad day. <laughs> so the decree was issued to put the wise men to death and men were sent to look for Daniel and his friends to put them to death. So I know Daniel's like, wait a minute, we didn't do nothing. <laughs> all of them were being, uh, there was a, a, a decree to put them all to death. So I'm going to jump down a little bit uh, in verse 16. Um, at this, Daniel went to the king and asked for some time, asked for time so that he might interpret the dream for him. Then Daniel returned to the house and explained the matters to his friends. This is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He, he urged them to plead for mercy from who? He urged them to plead for mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery so that he and his friends might not be executed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. That's interesting to me. He urged them to plead for mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery so that he and his friends might not be executed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. During the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised the God of heaven and said, praise be to the name of the God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are his. He changes times and seasons. He sets up kings and deposes them. He, talking God, gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what lies in darkness and light dwells in him. I thank and praise you, O God, my father, you have given my, uh, I'm sorry. I thank and praise you, O God of my fathers. You have given me wisdom and power. You have made known to me what we asked of you. You have made known to us the dream of the king. 
So I'm going to drop down a little bit. I'm in verse 24. Uh, Daniel basically went to the king and said, hey, don't ask, don't execute them. I, I, I got this. I'm, I'm about to tell you what the dream's about. Uh, in verse 26, the king said to Daniel, the king asked Daniel, also called Belshazzar. That was a common name back then, just so you know. So the king asked Daniel, are you able to tell me what I saw in my dream and interpret it? Daniel replied, no. He says, no wise man, enchanter, magician, or uh, diviner can explain to the king the mystery he has asked about. But there is a God. There is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. There's a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. There's a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. He has shown King Neb, I'm saying Neb for Nebuchadnezzar, what will happen in days to come. Your dreams and the visions that pass through your mind as you lay on your bed are these. And then he goes on to talk about um, the dream. Let me get some uh, a tissue paper. I don't know why reading that line just has me uh, move something in my spirit. Sometimes we can be uh, concerned or worried or stressed about things or not sure how something's going to work out or what to do in a situation or uh, just be unclear and guidance, you know not knowing um, perhaps how to respond or just what to do, you know, strategies, what have you, whatever, any area of your life. But there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. There's a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. Uh, let me get back to this. So he goes on to interpret the dream uh, and I won't read it all through, but he basically is just saying, hey, um, well, let me read a little bit more because I love the humility that came from Daniel. He says, as you were lying there, O king, your mind turned to things to come and the revealer of mystery showed you what is going to happen. And as for me, this mystery has been revealed to me, not because I have greater wisdom than other living men. That's incredibly humble. But so that you, O king, may know the interpretation and that you may understand what went through your mind. That's, that's a tad bit of a lesson right there on humility. So then he goes on to talk about the dream. I'm not going to read it all through, but basically in the dream, he says, hey, look, you saw some statue. Uh, you know, the head was gold. I think the arms and the chest was silver. The belly and the thighs was like bronze. Um, and I think the legs, let me see here, was like iron and baked clay. And um, at, at some point, there was a huge um, uh, rock that hit this statue that he saw in his dream. And the whole thing crumbled to the ground and um, the wind blew it all away. And he was predicting pretty much what was going to happen with the kingdoms to come. So I'm just giving you the shorter version. I'm just kind of walking through. So he, he told him the vision. And um, um, let me see here. And he told him what's going to happen after his kingdom and, and what's going to happen with the kingdoms to come. And when he was done telling him all of this, I'm just going to kind of jump down because there's there's a gazillion chapters in here to read. And I'm trying to just summarize this. Um, 
in verse 46. So I'm in cha- Daniel chapter 2, verse 46. Then King Neb fell prostrate before Daniel and paid him honor and ordered that an offering and incense be presented to him. The king said to Daniel, surely your God is the God of gods and the Lord of kings and a revealer, a revealer of mysteries. For you were able to reveal this mystery. Then the king placed Daniel in a high position. That's interesting. Placed him in a high position. I'm going to pause right there a second. He placed him in a high position. Remember in the beginning of the chapter when I talked about King Nebuchadnezzar, how they, from Babylon, how they took over Jerusalem? Or was it Judah? Well, sometimes I, I get a little confused because it's divided the way that they, um, Judah at one point was uh, divided. So when I say Jerusalem, Jerusalem in general. So anyway, remember in the beginning when it says in the third year of the reign of Jericho, king of Judah. Okay, here we go. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. That's how I sometimes get it mixed up because at one point it was a divided kingdom, but I won't get into all of that. But anyway, so remember Neb took over. So Daniel was really like, um, you know, a, a captured person. King didn't really have to do anything. He was just, as far as the king was concerned, you know, just some wise servant. So now let's jump back to this in verse 48. Then the king placed Daniel in a high position and lavished on him and lavished many gifts on him. He made him ruler over the entire province of Babylon. How the heck did that happen? How did that happen? He made him ruler over the entire province of Babylon and placed him in charge of all his wise men. Moreover, at Daniel's request, the king appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, those were his free, three friends, administrators over the province of Babylon while Daniel himself remained at the royal court. Now I'm going to jump on to something. King Nebuchadnezzar, I'm going to just say King Neb made an image of gold 90 feet high and, you know, and nine feet wide and set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then he summoned the satraps, uh, perfect, perfects, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the other provincial uh, officials to come to the dedication of the image he had set up. So the satraps and prefects and governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, blah, 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 blah. And I mean that with respect. Um, they all assembled for dedication of the image that King Neb had set up, and they stood before it. So let me explain this little bit of a jump. Um, King Neb from Babylon took over. Daniel um, from Judah interpreted a dream. King Neb praises his God, says, hey, man, you, you serve a good one. You, you, you serve, as he said, surely your God is the God of gods and the, and the Lord of kings and the revealer of mysteries. So he knows he serves some sort of high, mighty God. But then he turns around and builds this golden 90 feet high statue. Okay. Then he tells him, as soon as you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the zither, the lyre, the harp, pipes of all kinds of music, you must fall down and worship the image of gold that King Neb has set up. Whoever does not fall down and worship will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. Uh-oh, now we got a problem. I'm going to say this last point and I'll wrap up probably part one. 
At this time, some of the astrologers came forth, I'm in verse 8, came forward and, 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 and uh, denounced the Jews. They said to King Neb, O king, live forever. You have issued a decree, O king, that everyone who hears the sound of the horn and the flute and the zither and blah, 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 must fall down and worship the, the image of gold. And that whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there are some Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who pay no attention to you. O king, they neither serve your gods nor worship the image of gold you've set up. Furious with rage, Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were brought before the king, and Neb said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the image of gold I've set up? Now, now when you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the zeer, the lyre, the harp, blah, 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 if you are ready to fall down and worship the image I made, very good. But if you do not worship, your little butt going to be thrown, I'm paraphrasing in my own words, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Hmm. So just when I'm blessing things going good and I'm elevated and I'm helping my friend oversee the province of Babylon. Now we got some trouble. What God would be able to rescue you from my hand? Now, that's interesting. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego replied to the king. Oh, Neb. Oh, oh, Nebuchadnezzar. We do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we're thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it. And he will rescue us from your hand, O king. But even if he does not, we want you to know, O king, that we would not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you've set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and his attitude toward them changed. Interesting. First, you liked him. You elevated them. And now that they won't worship the God you serve, you got an issue and you furious. That's interesting. He ordered the furnace heated seven times hotter than usual and commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So these men wearing their robes, trousers, turbans and other clothes were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. The king's command was so urgent and the furnace so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men firmly tied fell into the blazing furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in, ama leap, leap to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors. Check this out. Weren't there three men that were tied up and thrown into the, and, 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 uh, that, were that we tied up and threw into the fire? Weren't there three? Wasn't it Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? They said, they replied, certainly, O king. He said, look, I see four men walking around. My God. Tied up three, but I see four. I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed. And the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out. Come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire. And the satraps, perfects, governors, royal advisors, and ro royal advisors crowded around them. They saw, and here's I'm wrapping this, this first section up, they saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies. 
nor was there a hair, nor was a hair of their heads cinched. Their robes were not scorched, and there was no smell of fire on them. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise be to the God of Shadrach. I know I just tried to kill you, <laughs> but ooh, you got a God that delivers. So let me just say this. I'm in verse 28. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servant. They trusted in him and defied the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any God except their own God. Therefore, I decree that the people of any nation or language who say anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be cut into pieces and their houses burned into piles of rubble. For no other God can save in this way. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. I'm going to stop right there because I'm probably almost at a 30-minute mark because I, I want to read uh, another section of this. So there's so much to say on this. I'm just going to let you marinate it on yourself, uh, marinate it yourself. But can you believe that? You see the elevation and how things went down, and then all of a sudden, you know, God rescued. They didn't even look like what they came from. God did the impossible. He rescued them. He gave wisdom and knowledge. Now, what's interesting is how is King Nebuchadnezzar going to respond next? He's seen two situations so far of how God did an impossible thing. He spoke to Daniel and had him not only tell him what the dream was about, but interpret it. Then he threw these three men into a fire only to see that four were in there and they came out unharmed. So. I'm going to end it right here. This is part one. Again, I don't even know what I'm calling this lesson. I guess we're just going to call it the book of Daniel. I don't know. Uh, but this is part one of something. Right now, we're just reading the Bible. And um, I guess for the sake of just throwing a title out there, I think I might call this um, um, God Reveals or God Saves, something like that. But anyway, I love you all. Uh, uh, part two will be up next. This is Z with Unlocking Greatness Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.